0: Now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Award, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, The David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, The David Bowers. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much there, the
1: legendary John Bon Jovial folks, welcoming you to another hour of the David Bowers Awards. Lots of indie music coming up, a couple of cool guests, and also a brand-new track from a young lady who goes by the name of Izya Egelin, more commonly known as Izya." She's a French rock singer, guitarist, and actress. Her most recent album was called Citadel. And that was released back in 2019. She has a new single out now, and you're going to listen to it right now, called Mon Coeur. My uh-huh. Isya, and her full name is Isya Hegelen, and you're going to be seeing much more of this young lady in the not too far distant future because she's just signed to be the face of Chanel's SS22 pre-collection. That's a really, really big deal. She said that uh, Chanel has a rock edge in all the ways that rock can be so chic. So uh, check it out. You'll be seeing her on the upcoming. Chanel SS-22 advertisements, French singer, Isia Kigellin. She goes by Isia. Her just-released single is Mon Coeur. And for those of you less versed in the French language, that simply means
0: my heart. John Bon Jovial, what does your heart say? <laughs> Many things, uh, but most of which I don't think is appropriate for, you know, a family atmosphere such as this show. Well, I was <laughs> I was kind of thinking you might relate it to the song. <laughs> oh, oh, the song. Yeah, the, I think that this is a really unique uh, mashup of styles because there's a nice, hard, edgy rock feel to it her her voice is and i hope that i'm not stepping out of line by saying this her voice is sexy as hell uh and there's also an air of uh i don't know disco if you will mm, it's yeah. danceable and uh it's something that i could listen to i mean you know i'm a child of the 60s i hate disco <laughs> but this this is a, this is an exception No, this is really good and again it's the mashup that makes it work. If you leave any of those elements out, the song is nothing, but to I agree. put it together. Yeah. It's a perfect blending and it's got a, it's got
1: a very distinctly subtle Euro dance feel to it, but yet it's, it's still a very current sound. Oh yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a good commercial piece. It's eminently listenable. And I think it's a – if this is the sound, which I have to believe it is, if this is the sound she is going to associate with the Chanel campaign, I think they've got a winner. I think they did a good job.
0: Oh, yeah, and absolutely, I think they did, too. And I know you just mentioned the whole Chanel thing, which is going to be a huge boost to her career. There's no question about that.
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh,
0: But I think that her career could rest solely on the laurels of that song if this is representative of what she does, has done, or will be doing. She's already got a good base because she is known
1: over there. She's a successful French singer and actress, for that matter. Really interesting. You can, if you're looking for more information, you can check her out in Rush.com, R-U-S-S-H, Rush.com, and uh, look for Izzya Higelin. And we'll be watching for her on TV. John bon Jovial, we're going to be watching for our next guest coming right up in just a couple of minutes. But uh, why don't you check in with your your complaints? I mean, with how you're doing down there in the bon Jovial land. Yeah,
0: down here, down down here at Camp Swampy. Yes, kvetch kvetch kvetch, which is Yiddish, basically <laughs> for you know female dog, female dog, female dog. I can't say that on, because this is a family program, I can't say that. Well, I'm
1: sorry. I, did, uh, I didn't mean to drag you into the uh, <laughs> to the depths of family programming, but hey, what the
0: heck. Uh, right. uh, here in the swamp, you know, life goes on. We uh, are getting into our summer weather now, uh, which is, I know it's just barely spring, but, you know, you get uh, 10 and a half months of summer here in Florida and then six weeks of springtime, which is uh, our version of winter, if you will. Uh, <laughs> but that's why we have air conditioning because uh, it's getting to the time of year. Well, go outside. and I don't
1: think so. (laughs) Believe me, living here in the Valley of the Sun, I know exactly what you mean. The only thing is it's a little easier to take care because we don't have that high humidity, you know. But uh, other than that, right with you. And uh, like you, check the air conditioner every spring to make sure it's going to get us through another summer.
0: (sighs) Absolutely. It's expensive to replace those things.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's I why just you found hit. out
0: about a year ago. Yeah, it's so I expensive. remember,
1: yeah. It's nice to have homeowner's insurance that will cover those things. That, uh, yeah, it's not something it you want to get a surprise with. Speaking of surprises, <laughs> we have a surprise guest all the way from, uh, I believe it's South London. I know it's over there in London somewhere. And they're going to be joining us to chat with us about their new music and what's been going on with them over on the other side of the pond. They call themselves last of the misfit heroes you may remember they visited us about a year ago well they're back they're back and they've got some new music out here's one track from their uh i believe this is from their hope for the homeless album we'll find out when we talk with them the last of the misfit heroes creating a monster (laughs) Last of the misfit
2: heroes,
1: they call themselves, that's called creating a monster, and we're going to find out right now, Steve, are you the hero or the monster?
3: <laughs> um, I don't know, really, depends what day you catch me on, I think. <laughs> well, I know the words to that song. I
1: kind of feel the same way myself. You never know until you get up in the morning, look in the mirror, what you're dealing with. But welcome back. Glad to have you back here on the David Bowers Awards. Quite an interesting little number you got there, the monster song. I know your your music, if I can steal from a, a review I read some time ago, your music is supposedly a combination of punk, grunge, metal, and hardcore that coalesces into what they call a and hard rock experience. Tell us, what is a and hard rock experience?
3: Um, that's a good question. Um, I think, yeah, like you said, I think we, we do sort of take influences from uh, quite a few different styles. And um, I think we, yeah, we sort of just put it all together and see what sort of comes out, really. But, um, yeah, there's definitely... Um, Definitely a punk element there, and definitely a, a grunge element, and yeah, both myself and Ange, who plays bass, we we sort of when we went to school, we sort of grew up on the heavy metal side of things, like uh, Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath and all the the British sort of stuff. So if you mix all that together, um, yeah, you end up getting getting what we do. We
1: we don't get into those those real sexy words like coalesce. We'd more likely say something like. It's a mashup of those sounds, but uh, I get the idea. and I understand. I probably stole some of the uh, some of the light from uh, my co-host John bon Jovial who likes to uh, get into the source and what your uh, what your influences were. But
0: John, John,
1: while you're sitting here, jump right in.
0: Well, you know, one of the influences obviously is Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kicker Five creating a monster, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I would say that so. Maybe not the main influence, but somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, hey,
0: Steve, welcome back. It is really an absolute pleasure to have you back on the show with us yes. today. If hey, I'm... congratulations on the new music. Uh, very well put together. I guess I grew up with the generation of rock and roll that comes before the metal stuff. And while I have right. a, a real appreciation for metal, Uh, I I, honestly, I don't know that I have any in my own personal collection other than maybe I do have some iron butterfly and they were like a real, you know, forerunner pioneer into the metal uh, genre of music, but this particular mix up that you've got here, or again, Mm. mash up, which I I used that term a little earlier, it works very nicely because you do have a blending of traditional, uh, you know, rock and roll that you might hear, a. Uh, you know a traditional player uh you know alvin lee or eric Clapton or whoever playing that kind of rock and roll but also yeah. uh you know a metallica influence as well and uh yeah. you know or a and um you know i'll tell you what it you pull it off it sounds pretty good
3: yeah well you're, you're, you're not really wrong now because I, I think uh, sort of thinking about when i first started playing guitar when i was at school um i think yeah at the time sort of maiden with a the sort of in the metal side of it were were quite big in the 80s. But bef- before that, I was sort of, well, I was listening, my dad listened to a lot of sort of Deep Purple and Led Zeppelin, those sort of things. So there's, oh, yeah. I sort of grew up on that as well. So there's definitely that sort of influence. Um, and also like the 70s English punk, your sort of Sex Pistols and The Clash, those mm-hmm. sort of bands. So there's definitely, yeah, I, I definitely prefer playing that sort of stuff to the, because I, I used to play in a sort of a metal band when I was growing up. Um, but, yeah, I was never that good at it, but I think once I started playing punk and, and, and just sort of loosening up a bit and getting into the old rock and roll stuff, it's, uh, yeah, I sort of found a, more of a, my style, I think.
0: Do you think there's any kind of uh, an influence on your part by, uh, unfortunately he's no longer with us, but rockers like Kurt Cobain?
3: Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that was, yeah, I think so. I think that whole grunge sort of scene in the 90s with... um yeah, sort of Nirvana and Alice in Chains, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, those sort of bands, uh, definitely, yeah, they definitely had a big influence on us. Um, yeah, I suppose grunge really was sort of a mixture of metal and sort of punk, I suppose. And then, so that's sort of yeah, uh, I mean, Nirvana were massive everywhere, but I, especially over here, we, you know, we we spent a lot of time listening to them, and uh, yeah, I mean, they, he, yeah, he's a massive influence.
1: A big dose of garage rock in a lot of it, too.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's. I think you're right. I think it's just a combination of everything, and it's it's sort of mm-hmm. not take, not consciously taking stuff from other bands, but it's like just taking the feel of what those bands were doing at the time, and and then putting your own, yeah, putting it into your own songs, and just trying to get a feel. A sort of it's more of a feel than actually us sitting down and um, sort of working out and exactly what we want to sound like. We just normally turn up, plug in, and um, see what happens.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to to step back. And look at an overview of the music situation over the, uh, over the last decades, last uh, several decades. Mm. You see music going to radio, becoming more rock-oriented, so you had to have rock stations. And this led the way to more classification. You had soft rock, hard rock, adult rock, yeah. no rock, all these other subgenres, And obviously then the groups started making music for each of these genres. And over the years, all of these genres have become accepted. You've had your leaders and your followers. Now suddenly, it's turned around where a lot of the groups are melding these sounds, as you have, to where you do have, you know, a half a dozen different influences that are very obviously a part of your sound, of your signature sound. And it's really interesting to look at it from that perspective, I think.
3: Yeah, definitely. No, I agree with you. I think it, it, it is interesting because I mean, um, it's funny actually. When we we try and get gigs over here, sometimes it's a bit hard to place us really because like, we sometimes we go to a rock promoter and he, he thinks, oh no, I don't book punk bands, and he puts us in the punk thing, and vice versa mm-hmm. sort of thing. So it's, it's funny. We do sort of we sort of bridge quite a few different genres, but. I think if you were to ask us of a pure punk fan, I don't think we'd fit in, and the same with a pure metal fan, we wouldn't fit in. So, but again, that that all sort of comes from like the, the name of the band as well, the Misfit mm-hmm. Heroes. You know, it's that um, yeah, we we we're not consciously trying not to fit in, but it's just we're doing what we you yeah, know we enjoy doing, what we enjoy playing. Even we, if you're misfits, really
0: right? Enjoy. I got
1: you
3: exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah, and you know, in in the for what it's worth department, I absolutely love the name of the band. I just think that is. It's a statement. I love what you do with that. Uh, That's really not what I wanted to jump in for. Um, But, you know, David just mentioned uh, the Misfit Heroes, and I thought, yeah, you know, it's such a cool name. But I wanted to back up a little bit. Uh, You know, with bands getting their start, getting their beginnings, uh, usually it will be in a neighborhood garage. You know, a bunch of friends get together, and they kick out the jams in the garage. And uh, so many bands have done that. Uh, you know, you mentioned Nirvana; they got their start that way. Deep Purple uh, got their yep. start that way. And and as weird as this sounds, if you look back on the history of the Beatles, going back to the Caravan Ooh. Club in Germany back in the early '60s, and even songs uh, like their cover of Carl Perkins' "Blue Suede Shoes," it has such a grungy, yeah. garagey feel to it. Yep. And so all of these bands that went in and went on and polished their product to where it was blinding got their start yeah. being you know awesome. just crude musicians, if you will.
3: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think yeah, like say so all these big, all the bigger bands and ones we know they they have yeah started very small and built up and and yeah and got to where where they they got to sort of thing. Um, and then yeah, sort of they started influencing other bands on the back of that. But uh, no, the Be- uh, uh, you mentioned the Beatles there. I mean, they're a massive influence. I love, I love, yeah, I love the Beatles. Um, actually, I was, I was just watching well, that uh, yeah. that documentary on Disney. You know the, did um, get back. Um,
2: oh yeah.
3: on there. Right, it's it's yeah. fantastic, amazing watching how they worked and and yeah, it was yeah, it's really inspirational. Well, Steve.
1: Steve, you guys were formed uh, back what, three years ago, almost exactly three years ago, back in April of 2019 if I've got my, my facts straight here, and this Hope for the Homeless album, your debut album, what else have you been doing, and what are your plans coming out of the pandemic?
3: Yeah, so we released the album last, actually about a year ago, uh, it was March last year, we released um, the debut album there. Um, mm-hmm. So since then, we've been writing a lot, um, we're going to do a new EP later this year um, we've just released um, an acoustic song which um, that kind of came out last Friday um, and it's an acoustic version of As The Water Runs which right. is on our debut album, the full the full version sort of thing um, so we've got that coming along and then we're actually doing on the 16th of April over here we've got The Misfit Ball which is a gig we've got on ourselves at a local theatre, um, and basically that's going to be an evening of raising funds for mental health charities over here. Um, so there's going to be a couple of ba- there's us playing and a couple of other local bands. So we've got that in the pipeline, and then we've also got a few festivals over here coming up uh, later in the year. So there's there's one in August Uh, we've got and then there's another one coming later in the year Um, and in the meantime we're going to be doing a lot more sort of local smaller gigs and and just yeah just trying to play as much as we can at the moment um sure so we've got yeah we're just trying to it's it's quite difficult though i mean um like i say we're coming out of the pandemic but a lot of the pubs and venues are are still struggling um a lot of bands are finding it hard to yeah, know, fill venues because I mean, as, as as we're coming out, I don't know. You've, you've probably got same sort of issues over there, but the cost of living over here is is, is sort of rocketing. Um, so oh, yeah, yes. people are yeah, people are wary of yeah, where you're spending your money. So it's 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 getting there, but it's it's difficult. Um, yeah, it's difficult.
1: It is, and they tell us that it's going to be difficult for another year or two. And uh, I yeah. don't know anybody. I don't know anybody that's looking forward to that. But uh, one thing I have yeah. to jump in here: uh, you, you are, of course, uh, going to keep in touch with us when that new EP comes out, so we get a chance to play it for the listeners.
3: Oh, definitely, yes, yes. Okay. That, yeah, we're going to hopefully, hopefully record that in the next couple of months. So we haven't got a date yet, but we've got the material. So. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we're, yeah, we're looking forward to coming back.
1: Steve, one other thing I wanted to touch on while we talk, all bands I, I know they strive to take whatever type of music they play and create their own feel and sound for it, and put a stamp on it, stamp it as their sound. And one of the things that you guys have done very successfully is you've got a uh, you've got a record of. Uh, Including some kind of off the wall introduction to a lot of your songs, I noticed that on the uh, Creating a Monster" that we uh, we just played. How do you come up yeah. with this this concept of these off the wall
0: intros?
3: Well, I don't think we actually set out to do it as much as we did on the album. I think actually there's only one song that hasn't got an intro. Um, I suppose in in a lot of instances, like Creating a Monster," you know, the intro sort of sets the scene and tells the story. You know, you know, we took it from like an old Frankenstein film. And um, you know, so obviously creating the monster. So um yeah, so the, the the snippets we've used we've sort of added to the song. Just it just gives it a bit more of a, uh, something else to it, a different sure. I suppose telling the story of the song before we, we get into it sort of thing.
1: Right. And it it stamps it as unequivocally your Music. Now we got about a minute or so left here. I want to do that as we try with all of our guests. Give you a chance to tell the people how they can find you online, how they can follow you, and of course, how they can get your music.
3: Yeah, so probably the best place to find us online is Facebook. Um, yeah, if you just search Last and Misfit Heroes, our page is always up to date. We're um, also on Instagram, and I believe, yes, we've got a YouTube channel as well. So if you just go into all these sites and put in Last Misfit Heroes, you'll find us. Um, but our music's on all the download sites like Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, iTunes. So anywhere you get your music, you can search Last Misfit Heroes and we'll be on there. Um, and I think we're actually on LinkedIn as well. So if, you, if you, we're trying to look a professional outfit as well, so <laughs> um, pretty much we're every, on all the social media platforms. We haven't actually got a website up and running yet, so that's pretty something that will happen eventually. But uh, yeah, there's definitely. Oh, also our Bandcamp page. Um, uh, there there's a whole load of merchandise on there as well. So yeah, if you want to get a t-shirt or hats, um, there's going to be some new t-shirts going on there very soon. So. Yeah, if you go to Bandcamp, you'll uh, you'll find us on
1: there. Thank you so much, and uh, be sure and uh, let us know when you get that web page up.
3: Excellent. No, we definitely will. That sounds good.
1: Thank you so much, Steve. A pleasure having you back here with us. Say hello to uh, the rest of the band, and keep on doing what you're doing, because it sounds so good, and it looks like it's working. Ladies and gentlemen, they call themselves Last of the Misfit Heroes, or L-O-T-M-H for short, Last of the Misfit Heroes, and here they are, Again, from their debut album, Hope for the Homeless, As the Water Runs.
2: In your breath again far too long much too long
1: Rungs. Runs, interesting sound. It's kind of, uh, only takeaway I can get is, is
0: it's kind of heavy metal without the heavy metal. If, uh, John? It's kind of diametrically opposed to the first song that we played by them, and yeah. it shows diversity on their part and that they're not being typecast into one genre. And I thought that this song was very well done. I can see this being played on... An adult contemporary station. Mm-hmm. I can also see it being played on an AOR station. So they it's, still yeah, have those. It, <laughs> yeah. they call them classic rock stations now. You know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the thing I like that I really like about this, aside
1: from its haunting sound, is the fact that it. The first feeling I get is, like I said, in uh, coming out of it, it, it's heavy metal without the heavy metal. I mean, you know without the metal. Yeah. You know what genre it is. But yet you don't have the, uh, you know, that you don't have the axe master beating away on his guitar and and and, the, and that heavy noisy sound. But yet the metal sound is still there. It's, uh, I think it's really a unique uh, accomplishment. They've done a good job with that. Speaking of good jobs, we have a gentleman who is used to doing good jobs. He's standing by. He's got a new project out. They call themselves John Dento and the Needs Hotel Band. And they've done a remastering of an old favorite, which they have used to follow up their number one international hit of last year, The Day the Lady Cried, which we will also be sharing with you. But we're going to play the one that they have just released, remastered, new background vocals, and he's going to be here to talk with us right after we listen to We're Just Fine.
2: You've been through some bad still, baby But you watch it on out You're headed for some good times lately And there ain't no I
1: John Vento and the Needs Hotel Band. And speaking of the blue-collar gang, here's the headmaster, Mr. John Vento, back
4: again. Hello. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hey, it's great to be back. Thank you for having me again.
1: Our pleasure. Don't stay away so long
4: next time. It's been two years, man. Oh, that's hard to believe. Yeah, it's been two years. They went just went flying by. Well, we'll have to blame Michael Stover for that.
1: Hey, anybody but me. I mean, you can blame anybody you want as long sure. as make, make
4: him
0: make him the head. Why not?
1: Uh, actually, actually I exaggerated, you. and I apologize. It's uh, I think it's only been a year and ten months or something. It's been a little bit short of two years, yeah. but uh, hey, well, close enough for government. It's been or, a while. John, how have you been? How have you been doing?
4: I'm, doing? I'm doing fine, hanging in there and not. I listened in on that great guest you had prior to me, and it was interesting how you talked about COVID, and, uh, an opportunity for musicians to write, record new material, and to revisit some old material, which is what As you guys you just played. Uh, yeah, we just released that, and that, that track is about nine years old, and we, we remastered it and made some changes just recently.
1: I think you're drawing some new audience off of it from what I've seen and heard. Now, I know you did the lady, The Day the Lady Cried last year. And I yeah. think that caught yeah. new listeners, people that weren't familiar with you before. So reintroducing your, uh, your library of songs is an
4: excellent idea. Well, we were really surprised by the response for that song. You know, we're in Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. we don't live very far from Flight 93 in Shanksville. Ah, okay. And uh, the folks up there found that song on our, um, our website and asked for permission to use it for a uh, event they were having. Mm-hmm. And frankly, you know, we hadn't even played that thing live for years, and we dusted it off, and um, away we went, and it's been really well received.
1: Fantastic. Before we go any further, since you mentioned uh, releases and things like that, I do want to point out mm-hmm. to you that we still have that Facebook page, as I mentioned to our previous guests, we have that Facebook page, yep. the group's page, the David Bowers Awards. And if you go to there as a past guest on the show, you are welcome. You don't have to send press releases or anything. Go ahead and post your information, your new releases, what you got going on, anything you want to share. The only reservation I have is I tell you, no secrets, because we don't keep secrets. We will (laughs) spread the word. I'll tell you right up I love it. I love it. But, yeah. Feels and I, I made a
4: note about that. I want to get in that group. Yeah, well, we thank you. I made things. a note when you mentioned that. Right now, John Bon Jovi is waving at me that he has
0: something to say. So let's hear what you got, John. <laughs> well, first of all, John, welcome back. It really is nice to have you back with us again. Uh, but there's something about this remastering of We're Just Fine that is bugging the hell out of me. And mm-hmm. I remember the song. It's a great song, and what you have done with it, it makes it an even better song. But that guitar riff reminds me so much. There was a song back in the 70s, and I need your help here because I can't remember the name of the song, and it was sung by either Nicolette Larson or Yvonne Elliman,
4: and it has a very oh. similar guitar riff. Do, do you know wow, what i have got a, about? I I don't. It's a real familiar sounding. Do you mean the opening riff, you know, the uh, the opening of the song wh- where it sets it up? I, mean, I really I, don't I think, know what yeah. you're talking about, but I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Well, 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 a lot of people don't know what That's the hell I'm interesting talking about, so you don't feel like the Lone <laughs> <No. one>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a guitar riff in that song, and it's it's this high-pitched, uh, fuzzy riff for lack of better words. Oh. And I heard that, and it, and it is just driving me nuts. It was either Yvonne Elliman or Nicolette Larson, and I may be oh, wrong on I both.
4: But it I was, will have uh,
0: to figure that out. Uh, you know, both of those women had
4: some monster hits back in the 70s. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course, didn't yeah. Nicolette uh, but, L- Larson cover the uh, – she covered the Neil Young song to make it a huge hit? Um Oh, man, you know oh, what I'm talking I about. I do, and, and okay, thank you for adding to my yeah. angst
0: over this. Now, now I'm going to stress <laughs> over that as well. <laughs> Speaking of looking things up, maybe yeah, you can get
1: John had, um, to look up the song he's talking about, and he can tell you. We will figure it out. Let me ask you where you're going now. You've just remastered this album. You know, before I do that, I want to ask you another question that's been yeah. bugging me, because mm-hmm. I like sourcing stuff. Where the heck did Needs Hotel Band come from, and what's it mean?
4: Well, it, uh it started many years ago. It is a actual place. It's a bar slash old-time hotel here in Pittsburgh Not called the kind of Needs place. Hotel. And I would go there on my way to the studio and stop and have a beer and a sandwich mm-hmm. while I waited my studio slot, you know, up, up mm-hmm. the street. And I, I would always meet these characters uh, at the bar. Uh, all kinds of different characters. And those characters led to songs. They influenced my lyrics. Uh, they mm-hmm. influenced arrangements. And so when I put together my first uh, studio album with Strictly Studio Players, I called it Needs Hotel. And one of those studio players was uh, our drummer, Ron Vital, who was with a band you may have heard of, Wild Cherry, Play That Funky Music. Ron was our session drummer, on the project, and, and after two albums under the, quote, Needs Hotel banner, he said, well, hell, why don't we play this stuff live and let me put a band together for you? Yeah. So when Ron Beidle calls musicians, you get high-caliber players, and uh, the rest is history. That's how the Needs Hotel band was really formed. I give Ronnie all the credit uh, because he brought such integrity and um, uh, <clears throat> and also – Great musical talent to the to the project.
1: And that's what the business needs. We need more people who are in it for the business, not just the money. Right. We'll leave that, we'll we'll leave love that the right there because yeah. I, I can get off on a rant very easily there. Now, I knew there was a story there about the uh, Needs Hotel, yeah. and I'm glad I asked. Thank you for sharing that it's with us. It's a
4: place. They just and closed after 78 years. They closed. Oh, my out. gosh. They closed three change. years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. oh that that yep. is a shame, but uh, next time I'm in a hotel bar, I will drink one to the needs hotel. Now, moving on to mm-hmm. the question I started to ask you, what do you got in the hopper? What are you working on now for your next
2: project? Uh,
4: well, I've been working away from the band for nearly a year and a half on a project that I call Brick by Brick, and it's um really a little more somber and a little a lot more americana acoustic guitar based. Guitar, based drums, and I'm in the in the final leg of that project. I have three more tracks to finish. I think to date we've released nine tracks as singles, and uh, over the next six weeks I'll have the other three done, and that'll round that out. Because right now my focus is really on performing with the Needs Hotel band. We have a pretty good schedule coming up. We hit the road next week. We go to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania for. A significant show at a historic theater and uh, we have a great summer schedule so for the first time in two years the band is actually getting significantly back in the groove so uh, my studio time will be greatly reduced but uh, I'll be releasing Brick by Brick probably later this summer in its entirety
1: I wanted to touch on you're mentioning your schedule of what's coming up now are you getting out of the Northeast at all like maybe down south or out west no,
4: we're not, not at this time. I've had offers to do an acoustic duo thing down south. Um, but, uh, you know, that's really at this point not the direction that I want to go in. And, and that could change next winter as the snow falls. Uh, because yeah, really, a lot yeah. of the stuff I do is acoustic based, you know, and mm. singer-songwriter material. Right. It's tough to lug around a seven-piece band with a crew. That's
1: but I understand you're uh, I understand you're mentioning that the thinking might change come winter next, because uh, I'm from upstate New York myself. John is from the Boston. Oh, we're both familiar with your oh. we're both familiar with that strange old thing they keep bringing back every year. They call winter. I, I remember that. Uh. Very well. Matter of fact, you just got hit. What yesterday it was a nasty day. I know. Was,
4: uh, yeah, we got hit with a little pop up blizzard, and supposedly yeah. tonight we're going to get uh, an ice storm.
2: Uh, well, so, we're,
4: uh, don't so, feel alone.
1: I, I'm out here, I'm out here in the Phoenix Metro, and uh, we're suffering from a cold spell, too. As a matter of fact, I don't think we got over 60 today, <laughs> which is, uh,
2: oh, thanks. Yeah.
1: When, when you're used to the yeah. 80s, 90s, and 100s plus, uh, the 40s and 50s are kind of chilly, especially when you toss in humidity. But uh, <laughs> I do understand I do understand that cold, and I know it can really make you think of other climates, which is why I asked. And I was going to say that if you ever do decide to get down Florida way, John's down in the uh, Fort Myers-Naples area. And uh, I'm a little bit further out west in the uh, Phoenix market right now, but if you ever wind up headed to one of those markets – you be sure and let us know. We'd love to meet you.
4: Oh, we will. We will. I promise you. Uh, we, you mentioned upstate New York. I've been spending a lot of time in uh, Rochester. I've been up uh, at New Alex Bay, up on the border, the Canadian border. Mm. Yeah, well, well through our, my other life,
1: my uh, our business uh, life. Our flagship radio station for the show is uh, in Rochester, Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ, FM 106.3. And uh, they play our show every week. A great bunch of guys that have worked with us, and we've worked with them for Oh, I don't know, four or five years at least now. If you do get back up that way, look them up. Rochester Free Radio. They're online at rochesterfreeradio.com. And uh, Brian Judah is the program director. Steve Litvak does a show that's right after ours on there. They broadcast our show there on Saturdays. And uh, Steve Litvak does a rock and roll rumble show right after ours. And after his his is Armand Spins. Which is a bunch of eclectic uh, rock music, much of which you may never have heard, but you'll be glad you listened because he's got a he's got an ear for that stuff that nobody ever heard. It never really made it, but you wonder why. Yeah, have a lot of fun with those. See, guys. I think Always. that's
4: so much more re- refreshing than corporate rock radio. I mean,
1: oh, you know, absolutely. Yeah,
4: are you tired of hearing the ACDC in rotation? Led Zeppelin and (laughs) Leonard
1: Skinner? That's how John and I got to doing this. We were sitting around down at his place in Florida one day and talking. And I said, You know what? Because we were talking about how we'd love to be in radio, but radio sucks today. So I said, You know, with the internet, you can do just about anything you want to. Why don't we get together and do our own show? We're not beholden to anybody or anything. We can do what we want, say what we want, play what we want. And uh, we've been doing it nine years now, so uh, wow, it's awesome. a lot of fun. And we get to talk to great people like you. Unfortunately, the downside is we run out of time, and we're at that point now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to give you 30 seconds or so to tell the folks how they can find you, how they can find
4: the Needs Hotel Band music, and, and all of that. So jump right in there, Don. Great. All right. Well, the starting point would be our website, uh, johnvento.com and then uh, our needshotelband.com, and needs is spelled N-I-E-D-S. So it's needshotelband.com and all the other platforms. uh, Those two names are out there, and uh, uh, that's how you can find us. We thank you so much. We thank Mike at MTS Records for uh, bringing you back
1: here again. Great guy. We love working with him, and we love working with you. So keep in touch with us.
4: Don't stay away another two years. I won't. I'll see you guys in a few months, and I'll find that page also and uh, post some information. We'll look forward to it. Meanwhile, all the very
1: best to you and your blue-collar band. We're going to tune it up right now. John Vento, the Needs Hotel Band. This is the day the lady cried.
4: Thank you, guys.
2: a warning, innocence gone away, and her heart is mad, heart is mad. fire in her right. eyes, oh, 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 oh. people all together, standing side by side, hopeful for the future, hopeful for the light, and her heart is strong.
1: Day the Lady Cried, John Vento, the Needs Hotel Band, and uh, John Bon Jovi, I don't know. We were talking about classic music and songs that have stuck around and stood the test of time. This is one I think is... It's destined to be one of those classics that keeps getting played in the future.
0: Great song. Uh, You know, I couldn't put it any better than that. It is one of those tunes that just stands out uh, and catches on. And regardless of how old it is, it gets played and played and played. You know, a really good example of that would be Don McLean and American Pie. So the story goes, you want to make it in life, you got to write. One song, just
2: one that's song. Mm-hmm.
1: Wild Cherry, an example of that. I mean, yep, there's still right. one of the one of the hottest dance music tunes in the world. Yep, absolutely,
0: oh, yeah. absolutely.
1: We really thank John John Vento and his Need Hotel band, as well as our other friends from over in South London, Last of the Misfit Heroes, for joining us and sharing with us today. And we thank you for joining us and listening. Because without you, there is no us. John Bon Jovial,
0: take us home. Yes, sir. Well, folks, you know, I say it every week, and I really do mean it. You spend another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we really are grateful for your presence Each and every week, we never ever take it for granted. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA and of course from the Valley of the Sun, which is in Phoenix, Arizona. And we are available for free on most of the major streaming services. You can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists and their music by clicking the link at the end of this episode on Anchor FM, and making a donation. We sure would appreciate it if you'd consider doing that. Click the follow link on the David Bowers Awards or wherever you listen to your music podcasts. And be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday. On WRFC FM 106.3, that is the Rochester Free Radio folks in Rochester, New York, and that's always at noon Eastern every Saturday. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week for the David Bowers Awards and all of the crew of misfits here at the Radio Ranch, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovi, saying be good to each other. Keep washing your hands. We'll, you know, we're almost there. We'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.